0: Phantasmagoria in seven cantos six Discomfiture by Lewis Carroll read for by As one who strives a hill to climb, who never climbed before, who finds it in a little time, grow every moment less sublime and waits the thing bore yet, having once begun to try, dares not desert his quest, but climbing ever keeps his eye on one small hut against the sky wherein he hopes to rest. Who climbs till nerve and force are spent, with many a puff and pent, who still as rises the ascent in language grows more violent, although in breath more scant, who climbing gains at length the place, that crowns the upward track and entering with unsteady pace receives a buffet in the face that lands him on his back and feels himself like one in sleep glides swiftly down again a helpless weight from steep to steep till with a headlong giddy sweep he drops upon the plain so i that had resolved to bring conviction to a ghost and found it quite a different thing from any human arguing yet dared not quit my post but keeping still the end in view to which i hoped to come i strove to prove the matter true by putting everything i knew into an axiom commencing every single phrase with therefore or because i blindly reeled a hundred ways about the syllogistic maze unconscious where i was Quoth he that regular claptrap don't bluster any more now do be cool and take a nap such a ridiculous old chap was never seen before you're like a man i used to meet who got one day so furious in arguing the simple he'd forged both his slippers off his feet i said that's very curious well it is curious i agree and sounds perhaps like fibs but still as true as true can be as sure as your name's tibbs said he i said my name's not tibbs not tibbs he cried his tone became a shade or two less hearty why no said i my proper name is tibbets tibbets I the same why then, you're not the party, but that he struck the de blow that shivered half the glasses. Why couldn't you have told me so three quarters of an hour ago? You prince of all the asses to walk four miles through mud and rain to spend the night in smoking and then to find that it's in vain and have to do it all again. It's really too provoking. Don't talk, he cried as I began to mutter some excuse. Who can have patience with a man that's got no more discretion than an idiotic goose? to keep me waiting here instead of telling me at once that this was not the house he said there that'll do be off to bed don't gape like that you dunce it's very fine to throw the blame on me in such a fashion why didn't you inquire my name the very minute that you came i answered in passion of course it worries you a bit to come so far on foot but how was i to blame for it well well said he i must admit that isn't badly put and certainly you've given me the best of wine and whittle excuse my violence said he but accidents like this you see they put one out a little twas my fault after all i find shake hands old turnip-top the name was hardly to my mind but as no doubt he meant it kind i let the matter drop good-night old turnip-top good-night when I'm gone, perhaps, they'll send you some inferior sprite Who'll keep you in a constant fright and spoil your soundest naps. Tell him you'll stand no sort of trick, That if he leers and chuckles, you'd just be handy with a stick. Mind that it's pretty hard and thick, And rap him on the knuckles. Then carelessly remark, Oh, coon! Perhaps you're not aware that if you don't behave, You'll soon be chuckling to another tune, And so you'd best take care. That's the right way to cure a sprite of such a like goings on. But gracious me it's getting light. Good night, old turnip top, good night a nod and he was gone. End of poem This recording is in the public domain.